2020 has been proven to be a tough year for everyone, but especially for healthcare providers. The COVID-19 pandemic has exacerbated the burnout and psychological distress in healthcare workers tremendously. Salus alumni Olivia Cheng and current Salus occupational therapy students Gina Inglesi and Elizabeth Van Horn set out to help their fellow healthcare workers and created a stress management support group to help during this uncertain time. My name is Olivia and I'm a pediatric occupational therapist. Um, I'm working in early intervention right now in Philadelphia. Um, I'm actually a Salus alumni. I graduated 2018. So shout out to the OT department at Salus. <laughs> um, so I've been an OT for two years now. And since the pandemic, I've started doing virtual teletherapy, which is a whole new world. And I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. My name is Gina. I'm a second year occupational therapy student at Salus. And this is my second rotation, set to graduate in a couple weeks. And hi, I'm Liz. I'm also a level two graduate student at Salus University. And yes, we're very close to the finish line right now. So pseudo almost there in the field of occupational <laughs> therapy, getting there. Great, thank you so much. All right, so can you guys kind of explain the stress of just being an occupational therapist in general before the pandemic versus now? <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> um, and for me right now, like I was mentioning before, I'm doing all teletherapy sessions, which I think it's a it's a big challenge for all of us just because we were we were kind of thrown into the teletherapy world without really being prepared, you know, it's one day it was all in person and the next day it's like everything is shut down and we don't know. It took my agency a couple like a couple of weeks to figure out like what the plan is because the families weren't getting any services. So I think just figuring that out and even using technology in itself is a stressor, as we all know. And for the families who know don't have great access to the internet or even like a phone or any of like the resources that we most people have, you know, ready access to, that could be a stressor in itself, just not being able to access those things for therapy. Um and on the other side of things, you know, as when I was doing in-person sessions, you know, the stressor was that you kind of have a plan of what you're going to do with the families when you're there. But then when you get there, usually the plan doesn't work out. <laughs> the kid wants to do something else or, you know, they're not in the mood to do whatever I plan. Sometimes like thinking on my feet is like a stressor in person, but it's easy. It's easier in person, I would say, because I know like what's in the environment. I can just grab another toy or like do something else, whatever the child is in is interested in but in teletherapy I'm not physically there so it's me telling mom or dad or whoever the caregiver is like hey you know can you get little Johnny to come back <laughs> like little Johnny's running away again let's go get him and bring him back and it's a lot more um, parent coaching which is the philosophy of early intervention anyway but virtually you know it has to be parent coaching it's me educating them on what to do so I think that can be stressful. I think some parents are a little bit more hands-off and they want us to do the therapy when we're there. So it's definitely a big learning curve for both you know, myself as an OT and the families too, getting virtual therapy. Kind of to piggyback off of that a little bit, has your patients kind of been struggling with telehealth at all or have they picked <laughs> it up really easily? Um, they definitely have been struggling. I would say I'm getting a lot more no-shows or cancellations for teletherapy 
And I think it's a lot of these families, I understand they're going through a lot. They're under a lot of stress. You know, some of these families have multiple children in their household. So they're balancing, you know, doing a virtual school for their older kids and then balancing therapy. And they're just wearing so many different hats now. And I think a lot of the parents are just burnt out. They're stressed. Um, and I think because of that, like, I'm not getting as much participation as I would like. Totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of switching gears a little bit. Um, I know you guys have started your support group. Um, when did that first come up? Like, when did that idea first pop up and how did it get started? Um, so the idea actually came up when I was talking to my own friends, like who are also OTs or, you know, PTs, special instructors, people in the field. And they, we all just were collectively saying that we're all really stressed out and there's no, it's all such a new field. It's all uncharted territory. So we're all trying to figure it out together. <laughs> we're just kind of leaning on each other for support. And at the same time, I got the email from Salas from our, well, what, the, from the faculty asking if we could like precept a group for these level two students who got their field works canceled because of COVID. So I think I was just thinking to myself, like this, this is a great opportunity for, you know, my friends and like people I know to like get some great stress management techniques and also how about the students because you know I was in their shoes not too long ago and I know exactly how stressful it is to do a rotation let alone having it canceled and not having like anything set up again yeah so um how about for you Gina or Elizabeth what what kind of emotions were you going through when you found out all your field was canceled (laughs) it was I think almost with everything that has gone on with the pandemic, it's been just a roller coaster of different emotions, especially in the beginning. I mean, even still now, there's just always so much unknowns and things would change week by week. So that was probably the hardest part of not really knowing what was going on or what the future would be because you can't plan things out. So that was hard. And you have an idea in your head of what field work's going to look like, and you have yourself geared up for this clinical rotation, and then it's gone, but you don't know, and then you don't know what it's going to be. Now it's virtual, and you know, so there's a lot of unknowns, like you know, saying on top of the stress of there being a pandemic and how things are going. Um, but they, our professors, did a good job of turning things around for us, thankfully. Um, so what kind of is the setup of this group? Like what kind of topics do you discuss? I know you guys mentioned activities that you do. So it started as a general support group and this was stress management, identifying the fact that healthcare professionals in general have a lot of stress they deal with, let alone during this time with this big transition and a lot of, again, unknowns. And um, so we first did a needs assessment, um, doing like surveys with the people who said they were interested in our group and trying to get an idea of like what they were looking for in addition to doing research of what in general are high like, stressful topics for healthcare professionals. And um, job burnout was a big one, a dissatisfaction with job performance, um, not feeling equipped for the demands of one's job, just general not being having the time to balance life and work. So with that, we end up making different modules for different themes for each support group session. So they're virtual, we do it on WebEx once a week. We meet for an hour. And we start out with an information session kind of a thing. Um, And then as it went on, we start with discussion. How was your week? Just everybody kind of chatting with each other. 
discussing whatever we had talked about before. And then we go through some education and then we encourage discussion throughout. And then we normally have an activity you perform as a group. And then we also kind of give quote homework assignments of just kind of activities to continue the practice and what we discussed. And again, leaving no pressure for them to do them, but just kind of encouraging more self-care. And then the topics we covered, again, were like burnout um, and job satisfaction, work-life balance. Mindfulness then became one whole session that we then integrated throughout the rest of the sessions. And then we did um, rest and sleep. We just completed our two uh, strength and resilience sessions. And then we're going to end with workplace advocacy. That's awesome. Um, so... What have you guys gained from this group so far? And what do you hope that others who are in this group gain as well? So for the people in our group, we definitely wanted to create a community and a place for them to network and just talk to each other and have other people who are going through the same things. And with that too, we kind of gained the same thing. Um, everyone in this group is become close and a lot of them even want to stay in touch after the session which is really nice and also just gaining coping skills for everyone overall um, a lot of things we talk about like breathing and mindfulness but we don't actually always practice them so this is a nice opportunity that together we can really um, get ourselves to actually see what benefits can come from them and also what maybe people don't like or what they don't like um, and then having just kind of things in your toolkit to come to for when you are in stressful situations, whether that's at work or home with everything going on. Um, and that's been beneficial, I think, for them and for us. Um, and we have a big resource document that they're allowed to provide additional things for, and we give them different resources, whether that's maybe just a workout group they can do online, an activity for mindfulness, or um, a Facebook group that has to do with their profession and things like that. And is there anything else you guys would like to add um, about your group, about the crazy world we're living in, anything like that? I just hope that people overall, part of what we learned from this is that there really is just a strong need in general for people to practice self-care, to lean on these social support, supports, find creative ways of getting that during this time. And then also specifically for healthcare professionals, to kind of practice what we preach a little bit, even as future <laughs> clinicians, as we do this, I realize, huh, I should kind of want to practice what I preach and do these things, and they do work. And it's really easy for us to know what to tell clients and patients mm -hmm. what to do, but to kind of turn that in on ourselves. And that's how you become a better practitioner, I think, too. Mm -hmm. And to piggyback off of that, I think a lot of us, you know, as healthcare practitioners, we're all really motivated by, like, you know, data-driven practices and um, scientific things with like a scientific basis to it. So for this group, we actually did like a pre-survey and we like, we asked the participants like what their stress levels were before the group and a lot more specific questions on like specific areas of their life and what they want to improve on. And then after the group, we plan to take some data on how they feel afterwards, after implementing some of the techniques. So our hope is that after we take the data, we can show that Hopefully there is a decrease in stress and like we can show that these techniques work mm -hmm. and that would help people become more motivated to do these really, they're really simple tasks that you do in your daily lives. So that's what we hope for. Yeah. And I think um, 
a common trend with healthcare workers that they're always trying to put forth themselves for other people that sometimes they do neglect their own mental health a bit and highlighting the importance and how easy it can be to implement um, those mental health strategies in your daily life. If you are feeling stressed and want to talk to someone, current SAL students can contact the Center for Personal and Professional Development at sals.edu slash cppd. And to keep up with the great work some of our Salas Occupational Therapy alumni are doing, you can follow Olivia's Instagram page at ot underscore liv.